back to Still Growing. Um, today's episode is just with me. There's no Olivia, and I have a special guest today. This is where you announce your name. You didn't say who you were. I'm Taylor. Oh. I'm Alexis, Taylor's big sister. So, anyways, she is my the oldest out of six, and so today we just wanted to talk about change and how we deal with it and just how we can get through it basically so I don't know do you want to say what you're going through right now well I just got gastric bypass surgery um, which is basically a surgery that they go in and um, they make some little incisions in your abdominal area and then they just kind of go in there and long story short um, it's a lifelong change and it makes it to where after your surgery you can only have like one ounce of fluid. And basically they make your stomach smaller. Very small. And they call it a pouch because that's literally what it is. It only holds one to two ounces. Um, and then you get it back up to where eventually it can hold six to eight ounces, which is still that of a like three-year-old. So um, it's been a big change that I've been trying to adjust to. Um, it's very hard and pretty painful but luckily I'm getting past that now um and Alexa she also has so if you follow my Instagram you see my niece a lot and she's only two and a half yep she'll two. be three in November yes so she's almost two and a half but basically Alexis she's the mom of Lakeland and so it's been kind of difficult not being able to hold her Yes. Has it? Yeah, it's been really hard because she just wants to be held. And she was doing pretty good knowing that I couldn't pick her up. She didn't start coming up to me and putting her arms up to be held until the last couple days whenever she's seen that I've been doing a little bit better. Um, but before that, um, I've had everybody else's help to take care of her, but she's been really taking care of me. She'll come up and just ask me if I'm all right or ask if I'm, if I'm okay. Um, she'd kiss my boo-boo. She's very sweet. And then today, she started acting like she had a boo-boo on her stomach. Yeah. She's very, very smart and intellectual. And she definitely can kind of pick up on my vibes and everything. And just really, she's really in tune with that. So she definitely has a sweet soul and has been a huge help in catering to me. So she even tries to help me up and everything else. And she definitely can't help me up. So I do all the work and let her pretend that she's helping me. But it's I really forgot sweet. to say the date. I like to say the date and time. So it's March 14th, Saturday at 1.51 p.m. And we're currently in the Needler's parking lot parked in my car. And we're just in Tipton, Indiana. And it is snowing like oh. crazy. <laughs> See, Olivia doesn't... Well, in the beginning, whenever I said, like, the date and stuff, she was like, oh, my gosh. But now she understands. Mm -hmm. I just like to know where people are at whenever they're recording and just, like, act like I'm there with them. Yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. So, what I'm kind of going through right now is moving process and I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know whether if I wanted to bring this up or not, but we might as well. Like, the entire, like, coronavirus thing, and then how that's just, like, affecting 
my daily life as well. And just like, I don't know, the entire stress over it, too. So, I don't know. For moving, I'm currently, so I live with my mom, of course, because I'm only a sophomore. But we're about to be moving here soon with another dog. And the other dog is not really a, like a big fan of other dogs or people or people yeah and so that's kind of difficult and like she's a sweetheart towards her owner but it's just difficult with she was abused when she was younger and so she's just really timid and protective and yeah. comes off very aggressive yeah and I so... personally don't like her <laughs> I don't oh. like her because she doesn't make me feel safe no and I I really do think that she could be trained into a way where she can yeah she can definitely be trained to be like, okay, no, these are safe people. These are not going to, like, these people are not going to hurt you. Like, you need to be For nice. sure. And especially my dog, like, Cash, he's such a sweetheart. And he's not a fan of other dogs, really. But, like, as long as I don't get in his business, he's fine. But he has to at least smell them one time to know what he's working with. And in order to, like, Cash, if he smells the other dog, I know the other dog is going to get upset because she doesn't, like humans in her space so let alone dogs would be bad so a moving process like that is going to be really difficult because it's going to be two different dogs and I just really don't want a fight to happen but I also live close to downtown too so that's also going to be difficult moving downtown Noblesville yeah downtown Noblesville and so it's just going to be difficult moving and then like I don't know. Just to have to move again in August. Yeah, and not be able to walk downtown. And that's where most of my stuff is, is downtown. But, and then also the entire, like, coronavirus thing is also... Alexis and I have kind of different point of views. Very. And we can, like, we can say our views on here. Because there's probably people who have the same views as me or the same views as you. But, like... I don't know. So, I have a month off of school, which is a big change, and not something that I really am used to. Like, of course, there's summer, but, like... And that happened because of the coronavirus. They're shutting down a lot of places temporarily. Yeah, so it all began with, like, for me, on... So, I wasn't really worried about it, but... And then, like, it was Thursday... Alexis is currently rolling up the window, but it was Thursday, and basically, like, I was gonna go to wildlife, and then they canceled that, and then they canceled all after-school activities, and then I was like, what? And then, um, it just was really like, whoa, and then they canceled Friday, like, activities, and then it just went into canceling the entire, like, school schedule, so... <clears throat> and so basically it just that entire thing was kind of like stressful so my view on it is coronavirus is literally so like the first symptoms are like pretty much just like a regular viral cold or flu it's like coughing possible fever um Maybe you have some aches and stuff like that. You have some soreness in your throat or chest. So <clears throat> it comes on like a typical cold. Um, but the difference is, is that it hangs on a little bit longer. And just like the flu, 
it has, you know, it can be something that's lethal because especially with people with compromised immune systems, like people who are on autoimmunodeficiency medications, um, toddlers, babies, older senior citizens, stuff like that, because they don't have as big of an immune system. But, um, she just is basically, she doesn't like how everything is being shut down because of it. Uh, I just feel like it's being way blown out of proportion. I feel like, yes, we should be cautious, but like the hype we should too be, much. I think, yeah, I feel like there's too much hype and hysteria. I feel like, um, there people, if people freaked out like this about the flu, then that'd be, oh, I don't know. Because there's people more flu be cases. Yeah. There's, the flu takes 400,000 lives every year. And there's only like. And that's just the freaking flu. There's under like 2,000? Under, under hundreds. What? I thought it was a thousand deaths. No, it's like under 200. And that's me highballing it. Oh. There's more. There's more flu deaths. Well, there's I know like, there's more flu deaths. For every coronavirus death that there has been, there has been at least ten to twenty flu deaths. Mm. And so that is where my my frustration comes from. That and the fact that people are acting as if it's the end of the world. With the toilet paper. The and baby everything. wipes. Like, oh, why yes. do you need everybody's baby wipes? Like, you're you're completely capable of figuring it out and using washcloths and wiping if you have to. Don't take baby wipes from babies that need it. And there's Everybody, people who are, like, stocking up on formula. Yeah, because they all feel like the world's going to end or, like, we're not going to be able to... Because on a quarantine lockdown. Right, but that's at the other side of the I know, world and, and they I didn't know. take as many precautions. Yeah. So I think precautions are great, but I think that the limitations that they're setting is a bit of a reach. I feel like they're just creating panic and that there's something else going on. Yeah. My view is I think it's definitely being blown out of proportion a little bit because, like, church has been canceled, all of these, like, events have been canceled, basketball has been canceled, like, so many different things have been, like, canceled because of the virus and I didn't think that any of that would happen and then whenever they announced that school was canceled I was really confused because we have two weeks until spring break and um basically that two weeks now is gonna be at home doing e-learning and so that's just really it's gonna be hard because I don't know what to do like I I'll obviously know what to do with all that time but it's just when for me, like, is it necessary to cancel school right now? Like, there's been no confirmed cases anywhere really near us besides, like... But there is a parent who did, like, get in contact with someone with a coronavirus. Yeah, but, like, you gotta think, like, for some kids, this is not a vacation. Like, for some kids, that's where they get most of their love and affection. There's some kids where that's the only place that they shower. That's where they get their meals. That's where they get their nutrition. That's... You know, I had a friend like that in school. Well, they're setting up meal things. That's great. Where the but like provides meals. are those parents gonna go out of their way to take them to that? No, because they don't go out of their way to go to pantries to provide that kid food otherwise. No, they bring it to you. They deliver it to Okay, your well house. then that's definitely nice, but I just No, I yeah. think it's just I don't know. See, we have different views, but she's a parent, I'm a kid. And so we have different 
when I've been the kid, too, like, whenever I was younger, there's always going to be something to freak out about. Okay, like, whenever I was younger, there was the H1N1 virus, and then there was the bird flu before that, and then there was the swine flu. I mean, there's always going to be something to freak out about. But here's the thing. Like, this has been around for several months. Okay, the first case was, like, whenever it started breaking out, the first case was back in last summer. And then that's how long it took to be able to spread from one side of the world to the other. It's not the Black Plague. It's just something... But I think it's the possibility on how we don't have a vaccine over it. We don't have a vaccine for a lot of things. And I understand that. But washing your hands is the biggest thing. And the CDC is the ones who recommend that you wash your hands and everything. And the CDC is the one... The Center of Disease Control. CDC. They're the ones who put out all of the recommendations and everything as to why we've got all the limitations that we do with this. And the CDC also recommends that you vaccinate your kids, but I don't see people listening to that. Let me also add, Alexis is also an MA. So that's also why she's very into this, I think. Well, that but, and because, like... But you also, like, you understand this, like, scientific stuff. Yeah, like, I don't understand every aspect of it. I'm not going to pretend that I do, but um, it's something that everybody needs to educate themselves on. And whenever you've got a lot of people who are ignorant, for lack of a better term, ignorant just means that you just, you're just uneducated about it. And whenever you, and there's nothing wrong with being uneducated. That's the whole point. You educate yourself. I wasn't familiar with it. I was ignorant to it and I chose to be. So I educated myself and now I know. So you don't have as much fear in something that you know. And that's what God wants us to do anyways, is he wants us to not be ignorant. He wants us to learn all that we can and that's why he says to trust in him. Yeah. But unfortunately, we're being a blind nation led by fear. And that is exactly what he doesn't want. Yeah. And that, for me too, God can heal anything. So why the heck would I not think that he couldn't heal? Now you've already gotten into this. Now I'm just like, oh. Well, yeah, because God wouldn't give anybody a fight that they can't handle. Yes, people have died, but that's just the cost of living. Yeah. And this was, like, what it said, like, obviously, I don't know anything, but what it said is that it was man-made. And it wasn't a virus that just, like, came out of nowhere. It was, like, a man-made virus. And who knows? And so, but like, penicillin was also a man-made um, medication, and it was actually started out as a virus. So, the good thing about that, and then they learned that it's something that can be healing. And because <coughs> the actual virus term of it was penicillin and penicillin is the medication that came out of that so there's a lot to be learned about coronavirus as well but they're not but the people the scientists and everything who know these things about it aren't willing to share that with everybody because they don't have as much control over you if you know more about it yeah they can there's so much that could be learned about there's nothing to be scared of with viruses yes be cautious but there's so much that can be learned from it too like we could learn there could be life-saving like things properties within this and we're just all too scared of it put it under a microscope and look at it and while you're at it learn more about it like stop being told what to do yeah and wash your hands that's it wash your hands and you're gonna be okay there's just so many like theories of like how you don't know what this is and then i think everyone's just more so like afraid of how like, they don't know what it is and what it could do to you and then how people have died from it. But then again, like, you bring up the flu 
and people have died from that too. But I think this is just like we don't know enough information, and I don't know if scientists are looking for more information over it. But I feel like they're not because I don't think because they already know everything about it. And just like with the flu, or just like with cancer, or a cold or strep throat or whatever like nobody ever dies from the illness or the virus they die from the symptoms they go untreated so the scariest thing about coronavirus is that there is it could lead to pneumonia exactly Mm -hmm. and that's a symptom of the illness like that comes because of the illness the bacteria itself or isn't what kills you just like viruses viruses in general can't be treated with medication my daughter gets viruses at least once every three months okay stomach bug that's a virus whenever people say oh i've got the 24-hour stomach bug that is a virus whenever somebody has a quick cold that is a virus the difference between something viral or bacterial is that they can't give you steroids or antibiotics to treat it you've got to let your body do its work and if you're taking care of your body and giving yourself antioxidants and you're giving yourself probiotics you're washing your hands you're doing everything that you can to take care of yourself body mind and spirit especially emphasis on body with this type of thing then you've got to trust that this body that you are given is going to get you through that. If you take care of your vessel, your vessel will take care of you. Okay. <laughs> For real. Because, I mean, it's it's something viral. So, yeah, medications can't cure it. You can't. And we've all gotten so comfortable with that. Oh, I've got a headache. Take Tylenol. Like, what do you think people did back before all of these yeah, things were cured? I think, yeah. They sweat it out. Yeah. They'd wash. They would... I mean, people would do all kinds of crazy things, like just things that we take advantage of before that has always worked, and now we've got more convenient ways to do it. Back then, their Tylenol was some freaking crushed corn and putting water over a fire and breathing that steam in. I mean, and now we've got vaporizers and peppermint. I mean, we've got everything. Any approach that you take to it is fine. If you want to take a Western, Eastern, holistic like pathologic just whatever type of approach you want to take to taking care of yourself do it but like don't just do it now you need to make it a habit to take care of yourself yeah and you'll be fine and the only way that you build up your immune system is by getting sick that's what it comes down to so there and being exposed to it these are just our opinions but my opinion's right though (laughs) these are just our opinions And Alexis is very into her opinion. But I don't know. I just have a mixed emotion over it because I, it's, it's definitely serious and it's something that should be taken seriously, but I don't know about locking down Italy and like all of that. Like I understand like precautions are like very good, but then it's just like, it sucks because there's like some things that like I go to that only needs like, like that only has 30 people that go to it. And that's also shut down. I will go as far to say, like, to wrap up my end of it, I will go as far to say, like, that, like, banning, like, out-of-country traveling right now, I'm okay with that. Because, no... Yeah, I'm okay with that, because most of it right. is from out of the country. Yes. But, um, unless it's for something, like, somebody passed away and you need to go to that, then okay, you guys all do the test right there, you're fine, good, let go. Do the test before you come back, fine, good, okay, welcome back. But, but just the travel. Yeah, I think that, you know, there should be a little bit of a ban on that. 
there's always, I mean, somebody's always going to have the coronavirus throughout the world, okay? Like, there's, I mean, for how many people, there's quadrillions. But I think it also sucks because literally my leader, she's getting married tomorrow, and, like, they don't know what to do for their honeymoon. Yeah, you know, I saw somebody, and they had been saving up for years to go, to take their kids on their first vacation, um, and now they can't, and it was, like, a mission trip. And then, like, I also follow, like, someone who was going to go to Las Vegas this weekend for her 21st birthday, but then, like, the clubs and the casinos and stuff shut down. Yeah. So she had to cancel that. I mean, I definitely limitations, that's okay, but, like... Let's do something long-term instead of short-term. Let's stop putting Band-Aids on stuff. Let's start enforcing that kids wash their hands at school. I don't care if they're in high school. I don't care if they're in first grade. You line everybody up and everybody washes their hands and you have somebody standing there. If if it's dehumanizing, that's what it is. But if you're not washing your hands, that's where it all starts. I know in my... So I do peer tutoring. And basically it's whenever I hang out with the, the life skills kids. And I know that they put hand sanitizer before each and every, like, lunch. And then lately, the high school, they've been, like, going on announcements and saying, like, hey, wash your hands prior to lunch. But, of course, that takes our time out of our, like, day and our schedule because we only have so much time in a passing period. Right. So a lot of people don't wash their hands before. And I don't either because right. I don't, like, I would rather go eat really quickly and then go to the restroom in between lunch. And see, it's not something that you to do all the time like people might say "Ooh, that's gross but it's I mean it's not something that's in your face until it's in your face like this Mm -hmm. like it is now and so the only thing that like I think that should happen from here is that we take care of it long term everybody's made to hand sanitizer wash their hands before a meal and I mean not just telling people but actually watching them like whenever you're at school or something like that and then um, also like lift all the bands like kids need to go to school and parents need to make money unless everybody is going unless the government is going to support and everybody pay the parents exactly for then week. let them go back to work because this does not hurt you it hurts everybody else yeah and as like somebody who's like a working well, my parent school is like that's big. not okay so i understand why they shut my school down because it's 3000 students yes but you've also got to think there's more students there that means that there's more students there who that is their safe place who are escaping abuse like that abuse that those kids have at home god forbid the worst thing happened to them they either die at somebody's hand or they die with uh, because of coronavirus like at this point i think gun to the head that kid would choose to be able to go to school i mean you're you're it's just crazy to me everybody right now like your head is a sponge and there's so much to learn right now like education I'm just saying that's what I'm saying is like everybody's not educated on this and what's the first thing that they decided to shut down schools well that they wasn't don't the want first you to be thing. educated it was events first okay which were schools basketball which was related to school and so I mean it's you're dangerous if you're educated in this world are you getting to like where you think it might be government related absolutely yeah, this now is her conspiracy I'm, theory. I'm one of those people now, yes. And, um, you know, those people happen to know what they're talking about. I mean, and it's crazy, too, because, like, sometimes I question myself, like, okay, are they overreacting or am I underreacting? And then I check myself and I'm like, no, I'm not reacting at all. I'm just doing me and mine. I'm taking care of me and my family. 
I'm focusing on us and that's all that you can do. That's, that's all that you can do is focus on yourself. And I know my hands are going to be washed. I know my house is going to be sanitized because we do that anyways. And that's what I'm saying guys is like, you should not just do it whenever there's illness. You shouldn't just do it because it's flu season or because the coronavirus is out there and you should like, or the boogeyman's out there. Like you should do it all the time. And if you haven't done it before, that's okay. Start doing it now and make it a routine. As much as you make it a routine to get dressed, you should make it a routine to wash your hands or sanitize. I've got sanitizing pumps all over my house because I know I'm too lazy to wash my hands every single time. And you know what? Sanitizer does work better than hand washing. And in the medical field, we sanitize our hands before we go in a room, before we touch a patient, after we touch a patient, and after we leave the room. That's how you do it because there is germs everywhere under your nails in your mouth, on the seats, on on sterile things. It is everywhere. So you have to take care of yourself. And if you don't take care of yourself, then somebody else is going to have to take care of you while you're on quarantine. That is my TED Talk. All right, back to change. There's our little take on Corona. But back to change. Um, Obviously, that's just our opinions on the entire thing and yes, just wash your hands That's just all I wash ask. your hands and we don't know anything for sure about the government or but educate yourself and get woke okay but back to change because that's what the entire episode is about so i don't know how do you this is so weird because now i have to switch gears but how do I... How do you... How have you been, like, dealing with change with the entire surgery and not being able to, like, get up? And it's just, like, difficult with all of that. Um, I have been really... I tried as much as I could beforehand to um, kind of fix my surroundings and my schedule to what it was going to be like after surgery. Um, so I knew that I'd be limited on activity and mobility. I knew that... Um, I would need help and I knew that you know certain things like okay I'm not gonna be able to reach this so I need to put this on the counter to where I don't have to bend over or reach up um, I have a grabber thing that has been absolutely amazing and I hold it and it has hands and it grabs things for me to where I don't have to bend over have and it's too much fun beautiful. with it. beautiful it's so great um, and I You've like, had a lot of people over to help you yeah and I've been blessed to be able to have a lot of people over to help me some that I expected, um, that I'd kind of arranged beforehand and then others that have like kind of came along the way and whether it's been helping with me, with my daughter, um, with the house, I mean, every form of help has just been absolutely amazing. Um, because whenever it comes down to it, if I were a single mom, I could still do it, but it would be a quadrillion times harder. I have to give almost every bit of recognition to my partner Levi because he has went above and beyond whether it's been you know um bathing me and my daughter making both of our meals tucking both of us in helping us both out of bed changing her diaper and helping me to sit on the toilet um going on walks with me and taking her on walks with us and just um getting my medication ready giving me shots um just Which doing today was your last and shot. today was my last shot thank god 
Um, but like, it's just been so many different things that like we knew was going to happen beforehand. And I knew that he'd be helpful beforehand and he did too. So now you're just appreciating him. Yeah. Because we didn't know that it would be to this extent. I didn't know that I was going to be that bed bound. I didn't know, you know, I mean, we, he even arranged the furniture for me and I didn't even think about that because like just to where I wouldn't have as far and as hard to get up, um, from where I'd have to get up because for the first several nights I had to sleep sitting up. And for the first several days, I could not stay awake. So I was falling asleep everywhere that I went. And then, um, so yeah, a lot of my recognition goes to him because, I mean, he's ready. He's had to pull his sleeves up and just dive right in with no questions asked. And obviously he's helped you a lot before, but yeah, especially with a surgery like this to where it's, like, difficult. Well, and having a young, a young toddler. Like, yeah. it's just all of those things. Um, I could have easily failed, but, you know, and I've definitely had some hiccups, but... It's nice to know that there's nothing I could do to push him away. And um, we've just been, we have been leaning on God through this time, you know, um, because of God. Like, I was able to make it through that surgery. I remember I just prayed and prayed and prayed. You were very anxious. Right now? The day, no, the day before. I was very you anxious. You were very anxious. Like, you were, like, on the phone with mom crying, and I was like, oh. Yeah, and I was crying the morning of. Levi and I went, I remember, we walked in to the hospital, and instantly the weight hit me. And Levi and I went into this little um, private, like, chapel chapel room that was there. And it was for, like, all denominations, for everybody to be able to practice, because not just Christians. So it's Christians. Yeah, because not just Christians go and get surgery. Like, you've got your Buddhist, Muslim, everything. Oh, okay. And so I walked in there, and I sat in front of the cross, and Levi led prayer. And I just remember crying then, because it felt very real. Because this isn't, not that knee surgeries or stuff like that isn't serious, but this is a surgery that would forever alter my anatomy. This was a surgery that would restrict my, um... nutritional intake and it would be very painful and i mean it was just crazy like they're literally going they literally went in and like took out a piece of my stomach and arranged my intestines and her organs and stuff yeah and so we prayed and levi led in prayer and it felt very real and then he helped me to the back of the room and at the back of the room you know, it was a Bible and then you could write prayer requests. And I looked over at his prayer requests and it just said, keep my love safe. And he wrote other stuff and he doesn't know that I saw it, but that's all that I saw. Um, and he had like a whole big paragraph and then, um, there was some holy, holy ash there. And then you were to take the ash and put it on your finger. And if you chose to repent, to admit to your sins and ask God for forgiveness because, you know, you could pass away. And I knew that was a very real possibility. So I took the ash, I put it on my finger, and I formed a cross on my head. And I said, Lord, I repent. Please forgive my sins. And um, a lot of people don't know either, besides Levi. Nobody knows that the night before, I made a video for Levi to show Lakeland in case I passed away. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. So I was preparing as much as I could, and I was telling him things like... You were that anxious? It's not even just that anxious. It was being prepared, because there's the people who go into that surgery not worried at all, and then God forbids, they're the ones who end up passing away, and then there's so many burdens unintentionally that are left on all of their loved ones. 
I would want my daughter to remember me in that video and not remember me on a table. So, I mean, there's, Levi and I have always, you know, just talked about those things. So, anyways, it's been a lot of change. But, anyways, (coughs) through all of that, God also provided um, that I, he gave me a position to where I could work as a pediatric MA, again, uh, medical assistant. Give you the opportunity. Yes. um, To where I could work as that again because that is something that I love. I love being able to um, help parents feel better and make kids feel safe. And um, I loved being able to serve others particularly. So is pediatric basically with kids? Pediatric is with kids. Okay. So, um, yeah, so he provided that opportunity to me because before the surgery, um, I was an MA and then I worked as a daycare teacher just to kind of make ends meet. After my grandmother passed away, there was just a whole bunch of stuff um, mentally that I went through. And then, um... Your grandmother? <coughs> right at Grandma Castle. In September? Yes, and then after that, I had, um, a lot of stuff that went on with work. We had a lot of financial struggles. Oh, we okay. had all kinds of different things that went on. Um, so anyways, there was a lot that kind of played into it, and, um, it's been hard for me to get back into something that I love. And so now I'm being given that opportunity to literally start my life anew. And so now you have something to look forward to mm-hmm. after. When do you? I go back to work a week from this Monday. So. On the 23rd. Yeah. So basically like a weekish. Okay. So, um, basically I'll just like say some things that I've been doing and then we'll just wrap it up because it's already like, I'm pretty sure 30-ish minutes that we've been doing this. Yeah. So basically with like the entire change thing and just everything, being like from public school to online school and um one dog to two dogs and just like everything obviously I haven't moved yet but like preparing um I've been reading a lot and that's all like been helping a lot because it takes my mind off of things and as much as like I don't really like distraction I think it's nice whenever you can get your mind off of things and escape um the real world but and then I also do um like also I read my Bible sometimes and um I really go on the Bible app a lot so that also helps um Cash I got him originally for emotional support and so he's an emotional support dog but during change it really does show that he is like a good emotional support dog because he's always there for me and he does this weird thing like if I'm stressed he literally just like stands over me and he's so weird, but he just, like, will do that. And so, with Cash, he's been really nice, too. And just reading and, I don't know, everything like that. And just, I've been really excited for whenever I do move. I always like new beginnings. And so, like, moving gives me, like, a new beginning-ish, kind of. Because it's, like, a new room, new place, new atmosphere. And so... Sorry, I'm going to start the car because it's cold. But keep going. I just want to heat on. But, um... I just really like, here, I'm going to turn this, uh, where's the volume? It's down. Oh. But I just really like, um, what was I saying now? New beginnings and moving. Oh, and so, I like neutrals a lot, so I've been at, like, getting new stuff for my room, 
that I'm going to be, and I'm just going to like get rid of some furniture and get rid of some of my colors and stuff. Declutter and minimalize. Yes. I want to live a simple life. And so I've also been journaling a lot too. So it's always good. Yeah. I like journaling. I used to journal all the time. I used to write poems and everything. And now I just go on walks. Everybody needs to have their crutch that they can lean on. Oh, yoga too. Yeah, yoga is a good one. So, Olivia and I, this episode hasn't come out yet, but it's going to be out before this. But Olivia and I, we have an episode talking about yoga and meditation and how it's helped us through this stressful time of like being high schoolers and everything like that. And so yoga has been really nice. And um, I don't know, as much as I am kind of scared to go to the yoga studio because of the coronavirus and everything, I'm still going to go throughout this time because yes they gave us this extra time to stay home and quarantine but I'm gonna take this time and just use it as a break to focus more on myself and if that means going to a yoga studio then I'm gonna do it but they like they what is it called they clean their stuff and they make sure everything's sanitized sanitized there you go that's right so I'm not worried and all what you really can do through a time like this and through stress and change and everything is just pray and um, I know that's such a cliche thing but it is definitely something that I have been doing um, not a lot and so I want to start doing that more and I want to start opening up my Bible and just reading verses specifically over change <coughs> and time and moving and everything like that or something like this but Yes, and if you're going through a lot of changes, one thing that I recommend is, if you're going through a lot of changes, one thing that I recommend is definitely um, Psalms for guidance and comfort, and Proverbs for direction and prayer. Are those the titles? Psalms is a book in the Bible. No, I know. Are you saying Psalms 4 for what verse? Just all. the entire? Any and all. Okay. for Proverbs. Okay. I was like, what verse? Okay. Well, we'll Thanks, guys. It was nice meeting you. That's not how we end it. Well, then how do we end it? We say how we feel, and then we just say our Instagram, and then we... Oh. So, how do you feel right now? What would you say? Two words, and what is something that you're looking forward to this afternoon? Do you want me to let you think? Or? Nope. I oh, feel okay. hopeful and I feel... You can do more than two words if you want. Excited. And something that I'm looking forward to is that on Tuesday I'll be going to see my surgeon for the first time since surgery. So I'm excited to see my progress. So there's check-ins? Yes. I didn't know that. I'm excited to see my progress <laughs> and kind of see what my next step is on my journey to a healthier me. And um, I'm low-key excited because my daughter's going to be going to her grandma's tonight. So her dad and I will kind of get to go back to the basics and just enjoy each other's company tonight. So <coughs> I'm excited for that. Um, two words for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't get enough time to think. Um, I'm just very overwhelmed because a lot of things are happening really quickly. And um, another word would just be thankful for time like this to just take a break. Something I'm looking forward to is um, 
going back home, cleaning my room, and just getting everything set up to how I want it to be, because obviously I want to wait until I move, but I'm kind of anxious. I just want to like do it now, so I want to have a clean mindset, and then also yoga, um, since I'll be going to a lot more classes since I have a lot of time. But um, thank you so much for listening. Sorry we got off a little off topic, but that's basically what we do here. Um, Thank you for having me, and I definitely look forward to being able to kind of get back on and share my journey with everybody and just kind of, you know, just get out and talk and raise awareness on whatever it is that needs to be raised about at that time. Yeah, and right now it's just corona. And washing your hands. And washing your hands. Alexis is 20... Four. So, in case you wanted to know her age. But, anyways, that is all we Ooh, have to... my wait. Instagram... Oh, wait, yes, Instagram, Instagram. Is... Um, It'll also be in the description. You know what? What? I literally don't know. Hold on. It's Alexis J. Yes, Alexis. It's A-L-E-X-I-S-J-A-N-E-X. Alexis Jane X. Yep. It'll also be in the description. And mine, as always, is at Lorraine Lifestyle, and um, Olivia's will also be in the description if you want to check her out, even though she wasn't in this episode. Make sure to come back this Sunday, and um, if you want to, listen to any of our previous episodes. I know Olivia came out with an episode last week about her over ADD, so if you want to know about our lives more and just everything like that, you can go ahead and check the other ones out, or you can just wait until the next episodes. So... Thank you again for listening, and again, everything was opinionated, so this is just our opinions. Let us know what your opinions are. Oh yeah, you can uh, um, let us know on Instagram. Yeah. If you share our podcast. Definitely eager to hear. Yeah, and if you share this podcast or the episode, just make sure to tag us. So, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.